This is a LibriVox.org recording by Ashwin Jain. This recording is in the public domain. Thus Spake Zarathustra by Frederick Nietzsche Translated by Thomas Common Part 4 Chapter 73 The Higher Man 1. When I came unto men for the first time, then did I commit the anchorite folly, the great folly, I appeared on the marketplace, and when I spake unto all, I spake unto none. In the evening, however, rope dancers were my companions, and corpses, and myself almost a corpse. With the new morning, however, there came unto me a new truth. Then did I learn to say, Of what account to me a marketplace, and populace, and populous noise and long populous years. Ye higher men, learn this from me. On the marketplace no one believeth in higher men, but if ye will speak there, very well. The populace, however, blinketh. We are all equal. Ye higher men, so blinketh the populace. There are no higher men. We are all equal. Man is man, before God, we are all equal. Before God? Now, however, this God had died. Before the populace, however, we will not be equal. Ye higher men, away from the marketplace. Section 2 Before God? Now, however, this God had died. Ye higher men, this God was your greatest danger. Only since he lay in the grave have ye again arisen. Now only cometh the great moontide, now only doth the higher man become master. Have ye understood this word, O my brethren? Ye are frightened. Do your hearts turn giddy? Doth the abyss here yawn for you? Doth the hell hound here help at you? Well, Take heart, ye higher men, now only traveleth the mountain of the human future. God had died, now do we desire the superman to live. 3. The most careful ask today, how is man to be maintained? Zatustra, however, asketh, as the first and only one, how is man to be surpassed? The superman I have at heart, that is the first and the only thing to me, and not man, not the neighbor, not the poorest, not the sorriest, not the best. O oh, my brethren, what can I love in man is that he is an overgoing and downgoing, and also in you there is much that maketh me love and hope. In that ye have despised, ye higher men, that maketh me hope, as the great despisers are the great reverers. In that ye have despaired, there is much to honor, for ye have not learned to submit yourselves, ye have not learned pretty policy. For today have petty people become master, they all preach submission and humility, and policy and diligence, and consideration and the long etc. of petty virtues. 
whatever is the effeminate type, whatever originated from the servile type, and especially in the populist mismatch, that wish it now to be master of all human destiny. Or disgust, 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 that asketh and asketh and never tireth, how is man to maintain himself best, longest, most pleasantly? Thereby, are they the masters of today? These masters of today surpass them. O oh my brethren, these petty people, they are Superman's greatest danger. Surpass a higher man. The petty virtues, the petty policy, the sanguine considerateness, the anthill trumpery, the pitiable comfortableness, the happiness of the greatest number. And rather despair than submit yourselves. And verily, I love you, because ye know not today how to live, ye higher men, for thus do ye live best. For have ye courage, O my brethren, are ye stout-hearted, not the courage before the witness, but anchorite and eagle courage, which not even a god any longer beholdeth. Cold souls, mules, the blind and the drunken, I do not call stout-hearted. He had a heart who knoweth fear, but vanquisheth it, who seeth the abyss, but with pride. He who seeth the abyss, but with eagle's eyes, he who with eagle's talons graspeth the abyss, he hath courage. 5. Man is evil, so said to me for consolation, all the wisest ones. Ah, if only it be still true today, for the evil is man's best foes. Man must become better and eviler. So do I teach. The evilest is necessary for the superman's best. It may have been well for the preacher of the petty people to suffer and be burdened by men's sin. I, however, rejoice in great sin as my consolation. Such things, however, are not said for long years. Every word, also, is not suited for every mouth. These are fine faraway things. At them sheep's claws shall not grasp. 6. Ye higher men, think ye that you sufferers, or show you restless, miswandering, misclimbing ones, new and easier footpaths? Nay, nay, three times nay. Always more, always better ones of your type shall succumb. For ye shall always have it worse and harder. Thus only, thus only groweth man aloft to the height where the lightning striketh and shattereth him high enough for the lightning. Towards the few, the long, the remote go forth my soul and my seeking. Of what account to me are your many little short miseries? Ye do not yet suffer enough for me, for ye suffer from yourselves. Ye have not yet suffered from man. Ye would lie if ye spake otherwise. 
none of you suffereth from what I have suffered. 7. It is not enough for me that the lightning no longer doeth harm. I do not wish to conduct it away. It shall learn to work for me. My wisdom had accumulated long like a cloud. It becometh stiller and darker. So doeth all wisdom. We shall one day bear lightnings. And to these men of today will I not be light, nor be called light. Them will I blind, lightning of my wisdom, put out their eyes. 8. Do not will anything beyond your power. There is a bad falseness in those who will beyond their power, especially when they will great things. For they awake and distrust in great things, these subtle false coiners and stage players, until at last they are false towards themselves, squint-eyed, whited cankers, glossed over with strong words, parade virtues and brilliant false deeds. Take good care there, ye higher men, for nothing is more precious to me and rarer than honesty. Is this today not that of the populace? The populace, however, knoweth not what is great and what is small, what is straight and what is honest. It is innocently crooked. It ever lieth. 9. Have a good distress today, ye higher men, ye enheartened ones, ye open-hearted ones, and keep your reasons secret, for this today is that of the populace. What the populace once learned to believe without reasons, who could refute it to them by means of reasons? And on the marketplace, one convinceth with gestures. But reasons make the populace distrustful. And when truth hath once triumphed there, then ask yourselves with good distrust, what strong error hath fought for it? Be on your guard also against the learned. They hate you, because they are unproductive. They have cold, withered eyes, before which the every bird is unplumed. Such persons want about not lying, but inability to lie is still far from being loved to truth. Be on your guard. Freedom from fever is still far from being knowledge. Refrigerated spirits I do not believe in. He who cannot lie doth know what truth is. 10. If ye would go up high, then use your own legs. Do not get yourselves carried aloft. Do not seat yourselves on other people's backs and heads. Thou hast mounted, however, on house back. Thou now risest briskly up to thy goal. Well, my friend, but thy lame foot is also with thee horseback. When thou reachest thy goal, when thou alightest from the horse, precisely on thy height, thou higher man, then wilt thou stumble. 11. Ye creating ones, ye higher men, 
one is only pregnant with one's own child. Do not let yourselves be imposed upon or put upon. Who then is your neighbor? Even if ye act for your neighbor, ye still do not create for him. Unlearn, I pray you, this for ye creating ones, your very virtue wisheth you to have not to do with for and on account of and because. Against these false little words shall you stop your ears. For one's neighbor is the virtue only of the petty people. There it is said, like and like, and hand washeth hand. They have neither the right nor the power for your self-seeking. In your self-seeking, ye creating ones, there is the foresight and foreseeing of the pregnant. What no one's eye hath yet seen, namely, the fruit, this sheltereth and saveth and nourisheth your entire love. Where your entire love is, namely, with your child, there is also your entire virtue. Your work, your will is your neighbor. Let no false values impose upon you. 12. Ye creating ones, ye hire men, whoever hath to give birth is sick, whoever hath given birth, however, is unclean. Ask women, one given birth, not because it giveth pleasure. The pain maketh hands and poets cackle. Ye creating ones, in you there is much uncleanliness. That is because ye have had to be mothers. A new child, oh, how much new filth hath also come into the world. Go apart, he who hath given birth shall wash his soul. 13. Be not virtuous beyond your powers, and seek nothing from yourselves opposed to probability. Walk in the footsteps in which your father's virtue hath already walked. How would ye rise high, if your father's will should not rise with you? He, however, who would be a firstling, let him take care lest he also become a lastling. And where the vices of your fathers are, they should ye not set up as saints. He whose fathers were inclined for women, and for strong wine and flesh of wild boar swine, what would it be if he demanded chastity of himself? A folly would it be, much verily, doth it seem to me for such a one, if he should be the husband of one or two or of three women. And if he found in monasteries and inscribed over their portals the way to holiness, I should still say, what good is it? It is a new folly. He has founded for himself a penance, house and refuge, house much good may it do, but I do not believe in it. In solitude there groweth what any one bringeth into it. 
also the brute in one's nature. Thus is solitude inadvisable unto many. Had there ever been anything filthier on earth than the saints of the wilderness, around them was not only the devil loose, but also the swine. 14. Shy, ashamed, awkward, like the tiger whose spring hath failed. Thus, ye higher men, have I often seen you slink aside, a caste which ye made had failed. But what doth it matter? He dies plays. He had not learned to play and mock, as one must play and mock. Do we not ever sit at a great table of mocking and playing? And if great things have been a failure with you, have you yourselves therefore been a failure? And if ye yourselves have been a failure, hath man therefore been a failure? If man, however, hath been a failure, well then, never mind. 15. They hire its type, always the seldomer thought a thing succeed. Ye hire men here, have ye not all been failures? Be of good cheer, what doth it matter? How much is still possible? Learn to laugh at yourselves, as ye ought to laugh. What wonder, even that ye have failed, and only half succeeded, ye half-shattered ones? Doth not man's future strive and struggle in you? Man's furthest, profoundest, star-highest issues, his prodigious powers, not all those foam through one another in your vessel. What wonder that many a vessel shattered? Learn to laugh at yourselves, as you ought to laugh, ye higher men. Oh, how much is still possible? And verily, how much hath already succeeded? How rich in this earth is small, good, perfect things, in well-constituted things. Set around you small, good, perfect things, ye higher men. Their golden maturity healeth the heart. The perfect teacheth one to hope. 16. What hath hitherto been the greatest sin here on earth? Was it not the word of him who said, Woe unto them that laugh now? Did he himself find no cause for laughter on the earth? Then he sought badly. A child even findeth cause for it. He did not love sufficiently, otherwise would he also have loved us, the laughing ones. But he hated and hooted us, wailing and teeth gnashing, he promises. Must one then curse immediately, when one doth not love? That seemed to me bad taste. Thus did he. However, this absolute one, he sprang from the populace, and he himself just did not love sufficiently, otherwise would he have raged less, because people did not love him. All great love doth not seek love, it seeketh more. 
go out of the way of all such absolute ones. They are a poor sickly type, a populous type. They look at this life with ill will. They have an evil life for this earth. Go out of the way of all such absolute ones. They have heavy feet and sultry hearts. They do not know how to dance. How could the earth be light to such ones? 17. Tortuously do all good things come nigh to the goal. Like cats they curve their backs. They pull inwardly with their approaching happiness. All good things laugh. His step betrayeth whether a person already walketh on his own path. Just see me walk. He, however, who cometh nigh to his goal, danceth. And verily, a statue have I not become. Not yet do I stand there stiff, stupid, and sturdy, like a pillar. I love fast racing. And though there be on earth fens and dense afflictions, he who hath light feet runneth even across the mud, and danceth as upon well-swept eyes. Lift up your hearts, my brethren, high, higher, and do not forget your legs. Lift up also your legs, ye good dancers, and better still, if ye stand upon your heads. 18. This crown of the laughter, this rose garland crown, I myself has put on this crown, I myself have concerted my laughter. No one else have I found today put enough for this. Zaratustra the dancer, Zaratustra the light one, who beckoneth with his pinions, one ready for flight, beckoning unto all birds, ready and prepared, a blissfully light-spirited one. Zaratustra the sooth-laugher, no impatient one, no absolute one, one who loveth leaves and side-leaves, I myself have put on this crown. 19. Lift up your hearts, my brethren, high, higher, and do not forget your legs. Lift up your legs, you good dancers, and better still if you stand upon your heads. There are also heavy animals in a state of happiness. There are club-footed ones from the beginning. Curiously, do they exhaust themselves? Like an elephant, which endeavoureth to stand upon its head. Better, however, to be foolish with happiness than foolish with misfortune. Better to dance awkwardly than walk lamely. So learn, I pray you, my wisdom, ye higher men. Even the worst thing had two good reverse sides. Even the worst thing had good dancing legs. So learn, I pray you, ye higher men, to put yourselves on your proper legs. So unlearn, I pray you, the sorrow sighting and all the populous sadness. Oh, how sad the buffoons of the populace seem to me today. This today, however, 
is that of the populace. 20. Do like unto the wind when it rusheth forth from the, its mountain caves, and to its own piping will it dance. The seas tremble and leap under its steps. That which giveth wings to asses, that which milketh the lanus, praised be that good and ruly spirit which cometh like a hurricane unto all the present and unto all the populace, which is hostile to thistle heads and puzzle heads, and to all withered leaves and weeds. Praised be this wild, good, free spirit of the storm, which danceth upon fence and afflictions as upon meadows, which hateth the consumptive populous dogs, and all the ill-constituted, sullen brood. Praised be the spirit of all free spirits, the laughing storm, which bloweth dust into the eyes of all the melanopic and melancholic. Ye higher men, the worst thing in you is that ye have none of you learned to dance as ye ought to dance, to dance beyond yourselves. What doth it matter that ye have failed? How many things are still possible? So learn to laugh beyond yourselves. Lift up your hearts, ye good dancers, high, higher, and do not forget the good laughter. This crown of the laughter, this rose garland crown, to you, my brethren, do I cast this crown. Laughing have I consecrated, ye higher men, learn, I pray you to laugh. End of chapter 73 Recording by Ashwin Jain